Viewer discretion is advised. What up, Heel Faction? Welcome back to Heel Shit. Why we call it that? Because bad guys do heel shit. I'm Dark Chords. That's Draven Grimes. In between us is our guest tonight, Rodney Cummins. He created the BDWJ line of uh, compilation channels on YouTube. Amazing wrestling compilations. Um, so, uh, how you guys doing tonight? I'm doing well. Enjoying the weekend. Yeah, absolutely. I'm a, um, I'm a busy man tonight. Yeah, you're juggling this man. with a with a house full of folks. Um, before we get started, you can see all of our links down in the description. Um, follow all the uh, the social media. Um, pay attention closely to the Patreon. We're uploading original stuff up there constantly that you can't find anywhere else. Only two bucks a month. And with that, Rodney, what's happening, man? Nothing much. Just uh, I was even working on a a video just before I jumped on. Nice. I'll have the rest of the counters video done soon. Oh the counters? Sweet. Yeah. Nice, nice. So um tell us why you started making these videos. Uh when I started it all the way back in was it two thousand and nine. I had a desk job where I didn't have to work that much, like uh moving around and stuff like this, so I was stuck on the com uh the computer a lot. So, and that was around the time I got my first laptop. I didn't have my first laptop until 2009. And before that, I was using, I was still using dial-up until then. Like, it was, <laughs> it was crazy. So, I couldn't do a lot. <laughs> but then I started watching YouTube, and I found this channel named Suicidal Dragon. Yes. And he was doing top 10 lists, but he would use... Everything that wasn't WWE, like he would use uh, Pro Wrestling Noah and All Japan and stuff like that. And some people think that I'm him reincarnated or something or just <laughs> on another channel. But uh, but that's that's not the case. But it inspired me to try doing it as well. So I started getting a lot of matches off of YouTube and stuff like that and making my own videos. I think the first one I made was like a, a top 10 for D-Lo Brown. The Dilo Brown is honestly one of my top ten for Dilo Brown. The Dilo Brown is honestly one of my top ten for Dilo Brown. The Dilo Brown is honestly one of my top ten for Dilo Brown. Hold on, hold on, you got a ton of feedback. Jesus, that's all good. Sorry, man. Go ahead. Yeah, so he's one of my favorite all time. So I did a video on him, and then it got a little bit of mileage. And also, I knew that. I was discovering wrestling at the time, like more and more stuff that I hadn't seen. Mm -hmm. I was a big fan of wrestling when I was a kid. And my grandmother would order all of the pay-per-views in the 80s and 90s, and I would go over there and watch them with her. The, the whole family would. Then sometime as a kid, I kind of fell out of it. Just like with a lot of things, you, you kind of have your things you're really into, and then you fall off. Then, like a lot of people, I jumped back in during the Attitude Era. It was about like SummerSlam of 1998 was when I jumped. I remember that was the first pay per view I had seen in years. Mm. So that may even explain partly why D'Lo is one of my favorites because I remember that match him and Val Venus had. It was one of my favorite opening matches of a pay per view. Mm. 
Right. No, that's but, good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. So, so then I also wanted to help people see matches and stuff that they may not have seen. Because that's, that's one of the big intentions with the channel is to show people that you may not know all about what you think in terms of wrestling, in terms of wrestlers, companies, things like that. Excuse me. So, so I would put up whole shows of like WWF Raw and stuff like that, but I would cut it into matching mm-hmm. segments. Sure. And that's eventually, it was working for a while, and then eventually that's where the copyright <laughs> issue started <laughs> that I didn't know about. <laughs> <laughs> that that was fun so that's why over the years people will see me under different names i would try to keep bdwj but change just change something after they would know that it was me just because yeah. i would just keep running in to the issues but that that's where it started to, to to help people see things that they might not have seen and learn more about wrestling find matches that they couldn't find and see the skills of these wrestlers because you may think you know all all that they have, but you don't always know. I'm always I'm still learning about wrestlers and stuff too. So when your grandma right. was getting pay per views in the eighties, like what <laughs> what promotion did she usually watch? Oh, it was WWF. Even um WCW, I would see a little bit of I would see a little bit of like WCW Saturday night and stuff like that, but I didn't other than maybe Sting that I would see, I didn't see a lot of WCW. Until 1998. By the end of 98, I feel like the the first pay-per-view I saw was the one where Goldberg lost. Oh, God. Like, <laughs> that was the first one that I saw. Yeah. But I, <laughs> I was looking by him immediately, but I missed his whole reign at first. I watched all of that after. Right, yeah. right. Yeah, the only yeah, reason yeah. I ask is because my grandmother was a huge wrestling fan also, but she... she I guess she was more from the territory days. She still liked Dusty Rhodes, and you know this okay. was in the seventies. Ric mm-hmm. Flair, like before they were, before, when they were just in NWA, not in uh, hadn't reached WCW yet. Yeah, yeah, definitely. It was yeah, it was a lot of WWF, and I didn't start growing as a wrestling fan until I got back in, and I uh, I learned about ECW, and then I just more and more. And then people like Suicidal Dragon, I learned like, oh, there's this wrestling all over the place. I understand that there's wrestling in different places, but I hadn't seen it. Right. YouTube helped a lot of people. Oh, it definitely did. I mean, you couldn't mm-hmm. find in the 90s, there was ESPN used to have wrestling about three o'clock in the afternoon for an hour. Um, it was yeah. that Texas promotion. We talked to somebody about that, Draven. Um, but other than yep. that, you could not find any wrestling that wasn't WCW or WWF at the time. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, it was tough for a while. Even, even now, I realize a lot of people that watch my channel they don't they don't know about these these other these other companies unless Jim Cornette is talking about it or something. Is usually in a negative light, yeah, so that paints guy. how they see it. And they they don't want to give things a chance, but at least some of them do now once they see what I put up. Right, right. Very yeah. true. Um, whatever with Cornette, but... Um, <laughs> we have our separate opinions on Cornette. 
I appreciate him and I, I respect a lot of his opinions, but I don't like the sort of like the hive mind mentality that some people adopt with him. But he says goes like, oh, Cornette hates this. I should hate it too. I believe in forming your own opinion. Yeah. This is true. That, that's about where I'm at with it. The only, the only thing I'm like dead set against on him is basically his uh, his political views and how he, no matter what one side does, the other side's right. That's the only issue I really got with him. As yeah. far as like, uh, as far as a wrestling mind, top five in history to learn from. Yes. But you got to be able to, you know, not take everything as gospel to him. You got to be able to separate and make your own decision on what you want to believe and what you don't want to believe. Ellen exactly. Darkcord said to suck my dick. Uh, I believe Thump already has that shirt going. Sorry. <laughs> can't can't have that one. No, oh. I mean, obviously he's brilliant. At, he knows what's going on in the wrestling business, but he hasn't been in the wrestling business in 30 years now. I mean, not full time. I mean, he's done some part time gigs here, like Impact, and he did a stint at MLW and a little stint in NWA. But other than that, right? Yeah, so. I think 2019 is the last ROH time. He, too, right? Yeah, he did ROH, but that was like 20, 2009 to like 2011 and 2012. Yeah. Like his most recent stints were like Impact in 2017. He did some stuff with MLW in 2018 to early 2019. And then he did some NWA stuff whenever they did the first season of uh, NWA Power. Yeah, but that—that's about as much as he's done. He hasn't done anything at all since COVID started. I love watching so his out. watching his head explode every time AEW has blood on the show. <laughs> <laughs> oh, could you imagine though if AEW signed Russo? That fucking promo. Oh God. Uh, if they, I, I, I'm a huge AEW fan. If they hire Vince Russo, I'm not watching it. No, I'm just saying. Can you imagine the his head would probably literally explode if AEW and Vince Russo were in the same sentence? Oh, God Almighty! So you you recently t- you you just touched on the uh, the copyright shit. Like I remember. I want to say it was 2014 when I first found one of your channels. I think it was, I think it was 87 when I first found your channel. Yeah. And for like six months straight, like subscription on, like followed your shit. Anytime you uploaded, I was on it like right then and there. If not for entertainment value for, you know, just seeing what all people's, you know, kind of brought into the game. Cause uh, I'm a fat fuck. So I, I still, I keep it simple, stupid. I, I believe I believe in Kiss very very firmly, but I like to see how people's like modified stuff, or I'd like to see how people's innovated new shit. Mm-hmm. And it seems like every time you had a good thing going, at least like 2014, 15, 16, like your channel got put down for whatever reason for copyrights, and then like three or four months later, I just happened to find BDWJ next number basically so yeah kind of kind of give us like what really happened as far as like copyrights was it like a strictly wwe thing or was it a youtube deal or what was it uh 
it's definitely not just WWE. It it, it fluctuates. With mm-hmm. the '87 stuff, I would say it was WWE, and there was an issue of they will certain companies and and YouTube and stuff. They'll have the bots looking for certain channels and certain information, and I think that. Once you get a certain amount of popularity, because I've I've reached over a hundred thousand subscribers twice without yes. any major promotion or anything like that, just just to build up. And I've had help of reactors and guys like yourself talking about it, but yeah, I didn't have any backing or anyone. I was just doing it on my own. As soon as I would hit that, then I would get hit with the strikes. Before then, some stuff would get taken down or whatever, but they would work with me. Okay, you don't, you don't want this clip or this clip is too long. I can chop it out, chop it down. Mm-hmm. I have no problem with any of that. But then, with the '87 one, it was just like I got. It wasn't just that I got hit with WWE. It was also New Japan. New Japan is really, really coming down, and they still are. Yeah. So it's been a combination of WWE, New Japan, Noah to a certain extent. It was only a couple of things. And recently, AEW. The the last time I was really building up speed, it was AEW that did it. And I I honestly thought I would be safe with them because they understand this game. Like, they understand Mm self-promotion, how valuable it is that their product is getting out there. And I'm always trying to, when I'm dealing with the big names, I try not to make the clips too long or try not to show match results and stuff like that at times. So it pushes you to watch instead of, just coming to me because I, I don't believe in that either. But yeah, that's what it was. It's just uh, I would look in the email and or the times that it had been taken down. Sometimes we'll say WWE or AEW, but then sometimes it would just be all Japanese writing, and that had to be New Japan, right? And right. so I couldn't even figure out okay, what exactly was it that that I couldn't do? So with this most recent channel, that's why. I stay away from them basically all together. That that little Booker T joke is the most I've done of a WWE thing this whole time. But I, I don't use a lot of copywritten music. I just sort of steer away from all of that. And these these companies now, like Wrestling Revolver is following me now. And, you know, War, Warrior Wrestling, GC, GCW, they, they appreciate all of this stuff. So they're not coming at me. Right, right. Impact as well. Yeah, you seem to have, I don't know if this is on purpose or just the ones that I, I've seen, uh, you seem to have like a, uh, a group of promotions that you seem to go to in a lot of your, like as in multiple episodes, things like that. And I've, I've definitely noticed it among some of the, some of the, t- the wrestlers themselves, like you've shown, Sh- Shane Mercer is one of my favorite guys on the indies. And mm-hmm. you use him a lot. Um, you show a lot of what is that promotion that they that they keep doing? And it's got the the brick wall on one side, and it looks it's inside of a bar or something. Um, um I think that is wrestling revolve. Okay, I think so. Yeah. So I mean, I've, I've noticed your. I don't know if you particularly mean to. Uh, or if they've just got the most content to pick from, but I was wondering if there was some method to that. If you just like certain promotions more than others, no. It's sometimes with 
with some of what you see is I'm just kind of going down a list. Like I may, I may have files for for a certain company just in a row. Like I have files from way back on the NWATNA stuff. So mm. basically, every time I do an OMG compilation, I start working on another one. That's one of the things I will watch to see if anything comes out. Of it. I know that GCW is good with their. They're gonna give me something. They're, mm-hmm. they're gonna give me something I can use, whether it's for wrestlers being jerks, counters, kicks, OMG, anything. So I know that they're reliable. Yeah. Lucha Underground is another thing. I I have files on them, so I just I just keep going down the episodes and just seeing mm-hmm. what sticks out to me, and I put them on. So it's more about certain companies I know being reliable. I will constantly try to find new companies or lower companies like i know one pw is sort of establishing itself and i've been trying to define them house of glory i enjoy their stuff but it's not always easy to 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 get their content so sometimes right. it's a little bit of that too where i just i just can't get the files but mm-hmm. um but yeah it, it's just more about certain companies being being reliable and i am fans of them but that's why i keep going back to them i know they're gonna give me something Fair enough. So you, I, I was making sure I heard this correctly because this is when I was dealing with technical difficulties. Mm-hmm. You started you started off after seeing like Siddle Style Dragon, Thunder Files and stuff like that. And you basically started chopping up episodes of like Raw and SmackDown and like little mini clips, like kind of like how they do their top 10 shit now, right? It wasn't even like that, which is why <laughs> eventually... As copyright grew bigger, they yeah. were going to come right after someone like, like, like if there was a Raw where D'Lo Brown was wrestling Al Snow, I would cut out the segment where D'Lo wrestled Al Snow. And I would say, like, however many segments there was in the show, I would cut it up. So it would be right. like, so that was like uh, three of 10 or whatever, however I cut it up. But I would cut up match to match, um, promo to mm-hmm. promo, backstage, I would cut it up like that. So when you you may be looking for that match or that segment or whatever, go right to it. So I, I, I would do it like that. Right. Okay. So have you thought about trying to revisit that, not for like the, the big stuff, but more like for the independents that, you know, could probably use the push for like a, like a mutual agreement between you two? I haven't. I haven't thought about it, and also the people, the people who kind of do weekly stuff and stuff like where I could actually do that. A lot of them are already putting that stuff on YouTube constantly, so I wouldn't even be able to, to add to that. Right. Fair enough. Yeah, there's there's a whole uh, thing now where also a lot of people are trying to use their content to aid streaming. Wrestling is not a stranger to that to that either, so. Mm-hmm. They either they're trying to push you to their channel or to streaming, so they probably wouldn't want to work with me. Um, are you do you have your channel on Rumble also? Uh, no, I don't. Uh, we've basically left YouTube for Rumble because YouTube is so strict on everything. Uh, the final straw was when, uh, well, no, the I guess the final straw was, um, they had t- they had taken down so many of our things, and then we we created this new segment called Call and Shit, 
where we take yeah. fight clips from movies and we call them like wrestling matches. Um, okay. So we did that for the Kong scene at the end of Kong Skull Island, the Kong versus the Skull Walker. Yeah. Uh, skull, mm -hmm. skull Crawler, whatever. And that, that damn thing was up for, for 30 seconds, maybe. And they yanked it down. And it's like, <clears throat> there is a copyright exception for doing things like that. For that's how, that's how, uh, Fox News can use clips from every other news station. You you can use a clip and you know, either change it in some way or make commentary on it or you know there there's a an editorial exception exemption to the copyright stuff and YouTube just doesn't give a shit. Yeah, they just keep moving the goalposts in terms of what they're going to allow and just leaving creators that constantly scramble to figure out a way mm -hmm. to deal with their demands. I know they have overlords too that. They're trying to answer too, but I, I trust me, I know it's it's crazy ridiculous right now. And then I see a lot of the actors out there, and they they're having their own issues too. But I'm like, you can damn near watch the newest Marvel movie through someone reacting to it, and they're able to do that. But if you but if you actually took a clip and made it over in your voice, or you're doing commentary, or whatever, which is supposed to be within the guidelines. They will pull that, but someone just watching it and barely making comments, that's allowed. It, it doesn't track. It doesn't really make any sense. No, mm -hmm. it doesn't at all. Doesn't yep. at all. I missed I miss 2015 YouTube. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> yeah. Simpler times. Simpler times. Definitely. Oh. So you do a lot of these yeah. compilations. I uh, basically you do all compilations. But what which like category is your favorite? Like like we dig the uh, try not to wince stuff, um, and we really got started going into the finisher mania series. Um, so like, do you have a favorite of those compilations? It's. First off, with like the OMG, which is changed names, obviously, but it's mm -hmm. the same concept. Sure. That and Finisher Mania are kind of like my babies because that when I first started doing series, those were the first two I was doing. Nice. So I always have a special place in my heart for them. And along the way, I I I grew to love the the try not to mix and stuff like that. That one was just a concept of. After the last time I, I lost my channel, there were there were a lot of clips I didn't want to use right away because I just had used them in videos. But there's all mm -hmm. these great moments sitting there. And also, I noticed myself when I would rewatch my, my own videos, there are certain moments I can't stop myself from reacting to. I know exactly what's going to happen, mm -hmm. but I still have those reactions. And so I thought it would be fun for for you guys to watch and just have you have your own test of strength basically and it's, it's been a lot of fun trying to find those clips and i know some of them could be over the top i know some some reactors they they have to leave some stuff out or blur stuff or whatever some of it could get and and that's a whole criticism i get is that for that one it's not it's not harsh enough mm -hmm. so mm -hmm. where the death match clips but i think it's more interesting wearing you don't really know where when it's coming from. If I'm watching Deathmatch, I know, I kind of know what I'm going to get. I'm probably not going to react to that. It's like watching right. a, a horror movie to me. Like, 
it's I understand why people uh, react to horror, horror movies the way they do, but I love them. And I don't react to them the way other people do just because I, I know it's coming. I, I understand the setup. Right. So, so I like trying to find moments that you just you didn't feel that coming. You didn't know that landing was going to come or whatever. So that's definitely mm-hmm. my favorite right now. And I really enjoy uh, wrestlers being jerks too, which it was supposed to be wrestlers being dicks, but I didn't want to kind of genderize it, even though you can be yeah. a dick either way. And also, <laughs> I didn't want to have anything that would like profanity in the title. So right, right, right. Yeah. But that one's a lot of fun to just find clips. That one is just more about just making people laugh, having a good time. Yeah, those I love. I, I'll tell you the ones I, I really love is ones you used to put out quite often, but you kind of backed off on here recently. Is like you did um, DDT Mania or Powerbomb Mania or Driver Mania, stuff like that, to where like for the longest time I was trying to do the whole I want to be able to hit a DDT from any position kind of like how ddp did the diamond cutter so anytime you posted one of those i would like research that video like almost uh, clip for clip to see if there's anything new that i could add into my repertoire please tell me you're going to start not like continuously bringing back like maybe sparsely bringing back like how everybody's like innovating new stuff Oh, yeah, they're technically not gone. The issue with me is that it's never it's never uh, a thing of I'm just working on one video. So even though you may see OMG or Wrestlers Being Jerks or even Finisher Mania come out pretty regularly, it doesn't mean that I'm working on them more. It's just that some are harder to do. Like I, with the Manias, I try to keep, the clips diverse so i don't want to every time i'm doing another video it's like okay i have that person ddt that person ddt so you keep seeing the same people over and over so i'm looking for ones clips that are just really crisp or or innovative like you were saying or or right. unique so with that it takes longer to put them together i'm trust me mm-hmm. I'm, i probably have like 30 clips for a DDT Mania right now. Powerbomb Mania, the next one, that's kind of almost done. That's that's a little Sweet. further along. Submission Mania, that one's coming along. Because I, I kept seeing requests to bring that back. And I've seen it growing popular underneath. Mm-hmm. Like, it didn't seem like people cared about that series at first, but I keep seeing the numbers grow. So I've been working on that one, too. I, I work on them. It's just... Um, it takes longer to get the clips together, whereas like a, a OMG moment is just someone fell twenty feet. <laughs> That's going in, and- right? <laughs> right. <laughs> trying to find right. something unique or worthy because I try to make them all worthy of the videos. Like I know almost everyone will go watch an OMG video, but barely anyone will watch uh, "Can I Kick It" or "DDT Mania" or whatever. So, but I, I'm always trying to make them worth your time. So. Some just takes longer than that. Definitely, they're they're all coming back. Uh, you certainly do. Trust me. I uh, I watch every one you put out. Have I since 2014, like I said, since I found your channel, and that was right That's after, awesome. you know, Suicidal Dragon kind of like started laying low. Thunderfile started laying down, and like it was you and it was um another YouTuber at a massacre that I like followed religiously for a couple years, okay. but. Um, 
you, you've probably seen him do some covers for uh, like WWE themes and stuff like that more recently. Yeah. He's done like Doom themes and uh, stuff of that nature. But y'all two, and this is going to be me kind of getting sentimental. So don't start making fun of me if I start crying. Dark, I'm fucking watching you. Uh, around the time I found your channel is the time I was uh, starting to go through a divorce and shit. So you at a massacre. I found Good Mythical Morning. I found a couple other things. And like you guys, and I, I tell this to anybody that I'm able to speak to as far as like helping me out through life. And you just happen to be one of those guys. And, you know, I'm, all, I'm always going to be grateful for it. But I want to thank you for putting out that content and helping me get through a dark time in my life. Because uh, honestly, if it wasn't for the fact that you, Adam, GMM, uh, to an extent, um, Markiplier, because I was starting to get into watching gaming shit for whatever fucking reason, because I'm stupid. But, you know, y'all guys got me through a really dark, depressing time, and I just wanted to say thank you while we have the time to do so, because I don't know if I'll ever meet you in person. I don't know if we'll ever speak again after this. I hope so. Oh, yeah. uh, but, again, I do this to anybody and everybody that we have on the show that has actually helped me mentally, physically, or anything like that, I like to publicly thank them, and you just have to be one of those guys, so I want to personally thank you for doing what you do and, at the time, getting me through that tough time in my life. Oh, man, you are very welcome. I'm, I'm glad. That's one of the great things about the internet. It, it can bring people together. It can help people. And just doing what you do can tremendously help someone you don't even know. You may not even get a chance to meet them, but you're you're making an, a significant change or giving help in their life, and I really do appreciate that. It it, it blows my mind that this little thing that I started it, it actually has touched so many people, and and um yeah, because it's just it's it's just me by myself, just trying to share my love of wrestling with others. But we we are a great little community. It could be. It can be kind of crazy at times, but I'm, I'm glad that I, I can keep sharing with people and that I can make a difference for, for people like you. No problem. Hey, you've done it almost 10 years at this point in my life, so I'm, I'm sure there's hundreds of thousands of people out there. Whether you're subscribed to his YouTube or not, whether you just happen to come across the video, I'm sure at one point or another, it's taking their mind off their daily lives. So keep doing what you're doing. I'm I'm always going to be a fan of yours i'm always going to be subscribed i'm always going to push your channel that that's the whole reason i reached out to dark a few weeks back and said you know we're doing these reaction videos do you would you mind if i reached out to him and see if we can get him on if for nothing else just to talk shit for you know 30 45 minutes and you know see what happens yeah and you know he, he told me to go for it and then that's when i reached out and here we are I have to, I gotta be honest. I gotta be honest. I half expected us to go live and the first thing out of your mouth be like, Stop fucking with my videos. <laughs> no, no way. Honestly, I I watch people react to my videos all the time. It I find it largely enjoyable. It helps grow my fan base. It it's showing love to me more than anything else. It's not <clears throat> taken away from my channel or anything. That's why mm -hmm. I started over time, like every once in a while, I will highlight certain reactors, try to 
try to move get movement to their channel too. Try to show them love too, because trust me, I, I appreciate it. Check out Rumble because we've been putting some of the reactions up there, and it'd be great to have a channel to link it to because people are watching it. So if you're interested, yeah. check it out. Check out over there. They they don't have near the restrictions on. Uh, you know, they're still you can't put up WrestleMania, you know, in its entirety. <laughs> but yeah. I've never had anything get copyright struck. Or, uh, and they don't, uh, like, there's some monetizing things that are more beneficial over there. I wouldn't okay, say, I, I wouldn't say leave YouTube by any means, but it, uh, it could be a completely distinct, different fan base. Just a thought. That you, could, that you could probably have a little bit more freedom about what you can and cannot post. Yeah, you, you, also, the, the gory stuff you can definitely do over there. Okay, so, that sounds good. Yeah, if you do, shoot us the link, and we'll uh, we'll help promote you. I got you, definitely. We definitely dig your work. Um, yeah, not uh, <laughs> not nearly as sentimental, but I got to tell you, you've inflicted more pain onto my old training buddy than anybody else. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Oh, for when I was searching for a finisher, I was on your channel. It's like, what is this? See anything new? All right, Andrew, we're trying this. <laughs> so oh, he is like he has been hit by more various finishers than he probably likes to admit. But yeah, no, was a, awesome. I always dug that. I gotta find something that's different, like. Yeah, fuck. Definitely, that's why you gotta love the indies. There, uh, a lot of people don't. They they think that they're they're just in there to get their spots, and they don't understand why they're doing so much for so little. But they're trying to be creative. They're trying to innovate. They're trying to make a name. Overall, they just they want to entertain you. It's not about being in front of twenty thousand or twenty people. It's the same thing for the uh, music artists or anything. It's it's not about how many people are there. It's if people are there, we're going to put on the show. Right. That's right. why I appreciate well, us. One fan deserves the show they paid for. Exactly. Mm -hmm. They paid. They're just important as anyone else. Yeah. We've had a couple of those shows before, haven't we, guy? Yeah. We've we had have. shows where there was maybe five, six people in the crowd. We've had shows where there's about five or 600 people in the crowd. We still work the same way. Yeah, no. <laughs> So, well, the crazy thing about me is for as long as I've been a fan and following wrestling, I've never been to a live wrestling show. Really? What? Never. Why? I've I've never, honestly, I've never been to a live event, period, whether it be a concert or a, a, a sporting event. And it's not even that I would, like, I, I live in New Jersey, so there's, there's plenty of local action mm -hmm. in New Jersey. I just haven't done it. I actually... I bought, I broke down and I bought a ticket to an AEW event. They were coming to New Jersey for the first time. This was when they were starting out. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And COVID oh, hit. Yep. I bought it January of 2020. And the event was supposed to be in March. Jesus Christ. <laughs> so oh, they just kept that. pushing the event back and pushing it back. It was That was actually when they were supposed to do the first Blood and Guts. I didn't even know that that... That was supposed to happen, but that's 
the event that was supposed to be on that on that card. Wow. And Damn. eventually, like, I never got reimbursed. I don't. There may have been a time where they did the event, and I could have went, but I I never got any updates, so I just I just never went. But yeah, yeah, I think they just, made up I know I almost all the shows. Yeah, check into it because I think they made up most of the shows they missed. Hey, Tony, Tony, <laughs> yo, my guy here, a ticket. <laughs> Get this man a ticket. Fuck that. Get this man a sponsorship. Pay this man. Yeah, Ooh, man get your shit. And out quit copyright striking motherfuckers. God damn. Fuck. Oh. Yeah, definitely, I'm going to get out there and do it. Someday. I'm trying to do more activity and stuff. Like, I, generally, I, I'm a homebody. That's another reason why it's easy for me to do this because I'm just chilling at home. Let me, let me jump, look up some shows, see what I can find on YouTube or whatever. And. Find some clips. If it's a crowd thing, don't worry about that because most of your indie places don't draw more than 80 people. So you should be okay. (laughs) (laughs) No, there's a couple of good uh, promotions up in Jersey. I can't think of them off the top of my head. Honestly, GCW does a lot of work in Jersey. There's a lot of stuff going on in Atlantic City. So you have all these fucking GCW shows and, dude, fucking go. If it's a fucking money thing, I will fucking Venmo you fucking money for a ticket. You owe it to no, yourself. It's, not that. it's just about one show. I'll, I'll definitely go. I know in October I have to go to to AC for for something else. So I I, I got to check and see if anything's going on that that week. Absolutely. I mean, going to your first show is like <laughs> taking your first bump. You're either going to love it or you're going to hate it. Yeah, I think you're going to love it. You. I think you got Yes. I think of it. Yeah. And, and also think about it this like when you get there and you see like 150, 200 people sitting there, odds are 90% of those people watch your shit. They just don't know who the fuck you are. Yeah. <laughs> and that, that, that'd, be that, that that'd be that humbling thing when you finally go, oh my God, these are the people that follow me, these are the people that support me. Like it really is. It really becomes a really humbling thing when it's like in person. Yeah, definitely. Even, even on the internet, if I'm somewhere else, like on Reddit, I was I made a comment about something. It's not wrestling related at all, but a TV show, and someone commented, and I was like, oh, they're probably gonna say something about what I wrote. They were like, is is this the BDWJ like from from YouTube? I was like, what? <laughs> we're, we're talking about Project Greenlight right now. <laughs> I, was, I was like, yes, yeah, it's, it's, it's me. <laughs> That's all he wanted to say. I was like, thank you. Your, your videos are awesome. It just totally threw me. Like, I just assume anywhere else outside of my channel, no one's <laughs> no one's checking no. for my name or anything. No, you, you'll be surprised. Mm-hmm. I promise you. Like, if you came down here to Florida and we went to a USWA show and I put you in the ring and I say, this is the man that's made the BDWJs for the past fucking decade and a half, you would get a fucking standing ovation, not only from the crowd, but from the guys in the back. Because I can tell you, there's a lot of guys that will sit there on their fucking phones and it's like, just pull highlight shit up and it'd be your fucking shit. And I'm talking guys that have been doing this for fucking 20, 25 years. I'm talking guys like John Davis, Loki, Dagan Briggs, like... Yeah, real legit veterans that are in the locker room. I I know 
I've I've gotten a few hits from from actual wrestlers. I know Kurt Angle, which was the craziest one. Hmm. Like retweeted my video and was like, "This stuff is great." That was when I was at the the height with the with the eighty seven channel. But like him, yes. RBD, uh, Gregory Helms. Mm-hmm. The most interesting one. Oh, this is an interesting thing. Um, I don't know if you guys remember Sonny Siaki. Yeah, yeah, I sure do. Um, he he hit me up to make a, a highlight video for him to send to Stephanie McMahon. Because basically, he wanted to be a part of the Usos when oh, they were wow. starting out. So he was like, you know, yeah, I, I love your work. I see what you do. I was wondering if you could do this. You could put this this Jay Z song on it. Blah blah blah. I did it for him. Kit Cash was making working on a documentary. He was like, mm-hmm. "Can I use some of the footage you've obtained?" Which I don't own it, but he wanted the specific clips to, to use in his documentary as like highlight footage. I was like, "Yeah, of course." Chris Chris Hero, he will hit me up regularly. He's like, he's like, you know, the guys in the back, we will sit and watch your videos all day. But just 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 as shows, we'll just sit and watch them. And, He's always like congratulating me. He'll ask to me if um he may be looking for something like you were looking for like finishers or like crazy DDTs. He'll mm-hmm. be like, do you have any clips of like crazy ladder spots? Because he's trying to think of he's trying to think of spots for another show or to help someone during a match. Oh, so that's like, awesome. Do you have anything like that? Yeah, that's it's badass. crazy. Sounds like to, shit uh, I do. We have to give him um, some of our finisher videos to put in there yeah maybe hey, yeah, let's man. get let's get let's get some good shit though i know the last couple of shows we've done are, are uh not to my standard of quality as far as video <coughs> mm-hmm. you good you dying maybe no we'll get you some doordash you'll be fine <laughs> oh happiness well, is just a delivery away it is well, I've enjoyed this. This has been great. Um, yeah, this has been great, man. I've, yeah. I've um, yeah. So, other than YouTube, which everybody can find at BDWJ forever, if you just search it or just search BDWJ on YouTube, you'll you'll find them real quick. What's your other uh, platforms to be looking out for? Uh, you can find me on Twitter, even though I don't tweet that much, but I've been trying to get back into it, and also. If something were to happen to my channel, I'm gonna tell you guys right away on Twitter. So BDWJ1986. Mm-hmm. Um, that's the same for Patreon. If you if you want to join and donate, I don't have tiers or anything like that. It's just people were asking me for years and years, like, why are you not monetized or why don't you have Patreon? I was like, I, I doubt people want to contribute at all to to what I'm doing. Any anyone could do this. But I have a small but but loyal fan base on Patreon that contributes. Even if you you're just giving a dollar or some, something like that, that always helps. I I still have a very heavy full time job because I I can't live off of this and it's hard to monetize because it's, it's stuff that I don't own. But um, anything you could give, I I appreciate it. And if anything, just keep subscribing and liking, getting the videos out there that. The many people 
you can see it, watch it, share it. That's that's the greatest thing to me is that it's getting out to all of these people, wrestling fans are coming together. And I'm, I try not to make my channel about anything negative or anything like that. Is I don't even really like doing the botching videos that much, but it's something that was demanded over time. Right. Mm-hmm. But even then, I like to point out, this isn't me crapping on these wrestlers or whatever. It's it's a live show. Things are going to happen. Even sometimes you see that they're, it's great how they bounce back and stuff like that. So it's celebration of just another side. These are live shows. Things are going to happen. But yeah, I, everyone just come watch the videos. Have a good time. Don't don't be all angry in the comments and stuff like that. We're just here to have fun. But thanks for absolutely. having me, guys. Oh, absolutely, man. Yeah, definitely appreciate it. Definitely. Um, well, Dark. Well, um, let's uh, thank Mr. Cummins for stopping by. Um, just Great, gave you all the it. all the um, all the socials. Um, but yes, um, we'll be uh, right back right after these messages. Right. Thanks, Rodney. No problem. Yep. Appreciate it, man. I'll talk yep, to you soon. Definitely. We'll, we'll definitely be in touch with you. All right, cool. And definitely, i come back on sometime. We could just straight talk wrestling. You don't even got to talk about the channel. Absolutely. Absolutely. We'll probably, yeah, we'll bring him in for one of those. All right. Well, here's an ad from BetterHelp, and we thank you, and uh, we'll talk to you later, Rodney. All right, thank you. Mm. Talking to you soon. Yes, sir. Have a good one. Let's be real for a minute. Draven and I have been in the ring with some of the toughest men on the planet. We've had injury after injury that you can't even believe, but nothing will take you out of action faster than not taking care of your mental health. Now, with our sponsorship... BetterHelp.com slash HeelShit. You will get 10% off your first month at BetterHelp. Draven, tell them about BetterHelp. It's really quite simple. All you got to do to get started is just answer a few questions about your needs and preferences in therapy. That way, BetterHelp.com can help you match with the right therapist from their network. You can then talk to thousands of therapists that you feel comfortable with, whether it's text, chat, or video call. You can message the therapist at any time, any day. You can also schedule live sessions when it's convenient for you. I mean, that's about as good as it gets. If your therapist isn't available right away for whatever reason it may be, you can switch to a new therapist at no additional charge. With BetterHelp, you can get the same professionalism and quality that you expect from an in-office therapist. But with a therapist who is custom-picked for you, more schedule flexibility, and more affordable price. Like he said before, go to betterhelp.com. That is betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com forward slash shit and get 10% off your first month. It's really one of the best, <laughs> best things you can do for your mental health, my guy. Absolutely. It's so easy. Download the app. You go on. You answer some questions. They link you up with the perfect therapist for you. Look, we're wrestlers. I've been a fighter. We are tough guys. But please don't let 
the thinking that you're a tough guy stop you from taking care of your mental health. Betterhelp.com slash heel shit for 10% off your first month. Stay sharp, stay level-headed, and you can do anything. And we thank Betterhelp.com for sponsoring this network. Absolutely. Well, that was really fun, man. That was fantastic. Yeah, sorry. You know, they, uh, they turned into a stuttering idiot, idiot at the end there. I was trying to set us up so when we came back, it was just the two of us on screen instead of the three. And I guess I let that take more brain power than it was necessary. But It's all good, my guy. So what you got? Uh, so um, you got any stories? Anything going on this week? Um, I know something went on this week. You want to talk about Dominic? Yeah, that's not what I was referring <laughs> to. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I just wanted to burst your bubble. First of all, fuck Dominic. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't mean to bring you up in this. It was Draven's fault. But since he did, fuck you. <laughs> no, fuck that. No. <laughs> We we've already gone through the levels of heat where he's at. No no. Oh, oh no. What, what you what you talking about? My, my mind's like fucking four different places right now. Um, I don't know if you're allowed to talk anything about it, but uh, escapes happened this week. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm I'm. Um, I legally can't speak on that at this time. Um, just know that for nine hours I was out in the muck and the mud and the nasty and the grime and the churches and the Walmarts and the schools of this of this county just uh, making sure people were safe even though that's not my fucking job. <laughs> Mostly because I'm one of the few guys that will actually fucking do it. I, I'm not, not fucking sure. Yeah, he's, he's, no, had, I, yeah, he's got the most interesting job in the world, guys. When when he leaves it, if he gets a new job and he leaves it, he, I want to make him tell all the stories. But you, oh, got, you deal with some weird shit. You got to deal with some weird shit. Dude, if I don't deal with weird shit at home, I deal with it at work. Like, it used to be, like, work was my getaway from home from all the crazy stuff. Nope. <laughs> and now and now it's just, like, that 10-minute that drive home is my, my oops all time. <laughs> 15 if I stop through the local Motley's and get me a burger. Shout out to Motley's, not a sponsor. Um, <sighs> so before we hang it up, I've got one story for That's Heel Shit. Is it the one I sent you? Or you it is. It was the one oh, you sent me. Oh, boy. And let me tell you, this is heel shit. All right. This is heel <laughs> shit. All right. If you're not familiar with this segment, we find real life scenarios that are most certainly heel shit. Listen to this. I'm listening. Hooters waitress taken into custody for allegedly dipping hot wings in her vagina off and on her period for rude customers. <laughs> I'm gonna let you get your your little comment out of the way because what I'm about to say is gonna disturb a couple people. 
I'm not sure what sauce you have to order to get that to happen for you. <laughs> I, I, oh, I, my only thought was, fuck, they killed this chicken twice. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, you know, there are some people that actually charge extra to get that kind of attention, especially have a Hooters Lakers. And you see the picture of her. I mean, she's not bad looking. No, no, bad looking. no like <coughs> I, mean, I mean, she just I she's mean, a Hooters girl five, I'd say. I mean, dump a fucker. She's, she's, all right. Yeah, that, that, that's a good <coughs> bump right there. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I no. found. I Bye. did find one more while we're while we're on that seal ship. And this happened two days ago in Miami. You ready? Yep. Miami woman, 18, arrested after allegedly hiring a hitman to kill her three-year-old boy. Police say the hitman turned her in. The hitman. As an anonymous. The hitman. Got fucking paid for the hit, then called the police. Fuck you, huh? <laughs> now we're going to touch on this particular story i'm going to save it we're going to touch on this one more on uh talking shit this okay. week because that's usually where our our <coughs> conversations go but let me just say if you are that desperate to get rid of your child you can you can find a family member you can find a friend you can go to a, a government office such as a police station or a fire station, they will gladly take the toddler off your fucking hands if you're trying to kill it. Yep. But. Yeah, that's definitely a talking shit subject. It is. I Can you just imagine the, the frame of mind you would have to be in to even consider that? No. Much less go through on it. Yeah, no. Yeah, I can't get behind that, man. No, sir, mm -mm. I don't like it. Mm -mm. Also, you know, remember when we talked a few weeks ago about the the weights and the fish in Cleveland? Mm -hmm. On that seal ship? Dude, that shit is spreading all over the fucking Northeast. People are doing it everywhere? God, dude, I watched the fucking video. It was on uh, Instagram. And it was over in... Um, it was a fishing tournament off Lake Superior. And this motherfucker, I shit you not, was screaming at this guy as he's just sitting there trying to defend, no, my fish is fucking right. Grabs the fucking fish out of his hand, fucking pulls out a fillet knife, fillets this motherfucker before an inch of fucking, like, open wound happens. Just constant. Like, by the time he finished slicing him, there was a good four or five pounds of fucking weights in this goddamn fish. What I'm talking the like fuck? various fucking sizes and i'm talking like see this is 18, the difference between this is the difference between a veteran heel and rookie heels okay <laughs> you can't make a fish that's normally one pound five pounds okay 
that's a little noticeable. You got to make the one pound fish 1.3 pounds. And then <laughs> you cumulatively have more over time. You, 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 for dumb yeah, motherfuckers, we, man. Dumb yeah, motherfuckers. We talked, we talked about this, too. Like, when you first brought the story up, I'm sitting here thinking, you know, they probably just on like a couple of three or four ounce weights down their throat to get a couple extra on the end. But no, you're talking fucking pounds of goddamn weights. Like Still almost tongue. to the point you like to, almost to the point you can physically see the weights <laughs> underneath the skin and meet the ribs. Dude, that is nuts. People like people like, don't know how like, to cheat right, man. We need, no. we need we need to heal we need to start a heel school. I mean I know a good lawyer. No, you don't. Um, we're just gonna call Morgan and Morgan and Morgan and Morgan and Morgan. <laughs> All the Morgans. You know All his wife's Morgans. first name is Ultima. Are you shitting me? Ultima Morgan. What a fucking name. Yeah, that whole. Dude, I'll tell you about that. I'll tell you more about that family off off here, but. It, yeah. That's a. Uh, Dude, yeah. she should have went and married Ultima Dragon, so she'd be Ultima Dragon. Oh, that'd be like the best fuck. That's like this dude in town, who I don't know where he fucking came from. Like he just showed up in town one fucking day, and like we just got talking and shit. Never asked him for his fucking name for six months, right? And we're sitting at the local Waffle House because small towns have nothing else to do. And you know he's always called me by D, which is what a lot of people call me by, because not very many people know me by my real name much less my fucking gimmick name mm-hmm. and i was like and uh no we've talked enough we're friends my name's blank i ain't gonna say it on the air you ain't gonna find me and he goes my name is justice i'm like justice what if i'm lying i'm dying and i'm breathing just fine this motherfucker's name is legally Justice Law. <laughs> Hand on whatever fucking holy scripture you want me to put it on. This motherfucker pulled out his goddamn driver's <clears throat> license and social security card. It says, and I quote, Justice Law. <laughs> that, that's so on the nose. It's like Vince McMahon named him. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> you see, it comes out from wherever the fuck. From the Atlanta <laughs> Police Department. <laughs> Justice Law. He's like, Dude, and, it, and his voice is like so perfect. He has like... <laughs> what, what's, what's a good comparison that a lot of people... He has a George Clooney voice. And he speaks so fucking proper. Like, if Justice. you didn't know him and he just spoke to you, he would just... You just want to punch him in the fucking face. <laughs> Justice uh, law. Dude, I, I told him he should get that shit trademarked. I don't care if he legally owns it or not. Trademark that shit. Make some money. <laughs> yes. Oh, my God. Yeah, oh, that's uh, hilarious. It's like the dude's name was Steely McBankrob. <laughs> <laughs> or Shark McMasterson. 
<laughs> Dude, we were doing a uh, me and a buddy of mine, uh, Adam Carey. He used to be my riding buddy a lot. We uh, we talked about the story about the spider and set the car on fire. That guy. So he was doing a podcast uh, back in like 2013 to 2016, like mm-hmm. in that time frame. And my former roommate was on the show as his co-host. And he he was one of those, you f- he faked it till he made it, right? And they were talking about WCW Thunder in like late 99, early 2000, like <clears throat> ridiculous fucking jobbers, right? Right. And Adam set it up so perfectly. He was talking about one of the February shows and he had the card pulled up and he didn't show him the card. And he went through the card and like towards the main event, it was, oh, it had to be 2000. Yeah, it was it was 2000 because Jeff Jarrett was in the main event of Thunder. And he was still he was doing the NWA thing at the time. It was Jeff Jarrett versus Shark McMasterson. And he made him out to like be this NWA legend from like the late 60s, early 70s, like getting this one last push. And God bless him. My my former roommate was like, Oh yeah, yeah. I remember watching early tapes of him back in high school when I was doing tape trading. Like just like buried himself deeper and deeper and deeper. <laughs> and he and Adam goes, All right, well, I just pulled up Shark McMasterson on YouTube. You want to see what he looks like? <laughs> yeah, I ain't seen him in forever. And he pulls up the fucking vacant uh logo for whenever somebody's uh injured on WWE. He pulled that up, was like, that's him. And like just went on his fucking tire is like you don't know fucking shit about WCW in fucking two thousand. <laughs> sure if you didn't man. know, say you don't fucking know. Shark McMasterson, not even fucking Vince Russo would fucking name somebody Shark McMasterson, you fucking idiot. Ooh, what kind of name is such and such? Oh, that's your fucking gimmick name. That's fucking retarded. Like he just fucking buried him. I gotta see if I can find that old episode. I'll I'll like get the clip and like put it on here and we'll we'll listen to it together. Shark McMaster. Dude, Shark, Shark McMasterson Shark. was the shit. Obviously. Yeah. Smell it a mile away. Yeah. I think we got off on another tangent. My bad. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. We started yeah. talking about Ultima people and then Ultima Dragon and then. Oh, yeah. yeah. The, Justice Law. Yeah. The Morgan family. I'll tell you the Morgan, a little the Morgan bit family. about them. Yeah. You can tell me after dinner, because if anybody was watching the show at the beginning, you could tell I was not on my normal setup. Because I have guests over, and they're expecting me to eat and feast and play Monopoly and watch them get drunk and all that good stuff. So, this is where I'm going to respectfully bow out, my guy. If you want to yeah, we're done. keep on, go ahead, or we can, we can oh, cut this one. We are done. Till next time, I want to thank Rodney Cummins for coming on. Tonight, yes, I hope you enjoyed that interview. Um, thank you for watching Heel Shit. Why do we call it that? Because bad guys bad do, guys heel, do shit. heel shit. Peace. Peace.